0: Greetings, listener. Please enjoy the unintelligible ramblings of your favorite dynamic trio, Arva, Farrah, and Westy, as they discuss
1: indie games and their developers. Welcome to The Unintelligibles.
0: So, Farah, we have an idea. Okay. What you need for your streams, either starting soon screen or as a follower notification, is like a customized bat symbol that just kind of swings around with, like, your design. If it's like a follower, you can put the follower name in it.
2: Like the bat signal, but... Yeah,
0: but But, Farah, the bat signal. So, you know, a pair of Boobs attached with some wings on the side, just floating around.
2: Yeah. So, like, how would that work if it was me?
0: What do you mean? Would it it be
2: a silly? Okay. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Big titty bat. I'm sorry. Is that not? Is that not clear? Look, look at the bat symbol. Instead of like the two little dips, just big boobs.
2: Use all of my alerts. Should be the bat symbol, but I should add boobies to it to avoid copyright infringement.
1: Yes. Exactly. I think it was that woman never existed. If never, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but that—I
2: mean—that particular logo probably doesn't exist.
1: It doesn't, y'all. Shouldn't.
2: If it does, it's not been like you know
1: copyrighted. Yeah, some like horny guy who wanted to draw boobs on the battery symbol. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure.
2: I'm sure there has uh, somebody's been done that.
1: There probably is because I was
0: like, hey, you can make that your follower notification, so it kind of swings around and then settles, you know, like up in the sky with their name.
2: I want you to know that I looked up Batman logo with boobs and there are so many results already <laughs>
0: really? Oh my wait. god, wait, no, hold up yes. <laughs>
2: There's one big man and it says boob man, it's a shirt Oh my
0: god Oh my God.
2: It's got like nipples and everything I
0: would it. wear this
2: I also like the butt man one I think that's pretty
1: <laughs> Wait, Oh my god, wait, where's there's one that's oh Batman my god. and Batgirl but one of them the batman has a dick and it says batman had a chode that <laughs> girl just says big boobs what what this is a genre that's insane oh i see it i see a vagina necklace why is that in this what the hell Oh, there is there's a lot of batman symbols that have boobs and they're just batwoman yeah.
2: there's a pretty like the one that i see a lot is the, definitely the the boob man with the just Big fat bedonkers <laughs> with nipples. It's still an outline, but you know.
0: Boob oh, man. Well, shit. I got hello titty for hello kitty as I scrolled down to that.
2: <laughs> I also got a. Uh, it's, why did the n hentai logo show up?
3: Oh. <laughs> what you what you searching? Hold up.
2: It's just in here. It's on red bubble.
1: Oh, oh, it's red bubble. That's why.
2: Oh, I see. Hello, titty. I see it.
1: <laughs> Someone has it on their tow hook on their truck. That's crazy. I,
2: yeah, I saw the the Reddit post.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <gasps> Af- a trooper?
0: AFK. When you're editing this, I want you to leave this part
1: in. Yeah, people need to know about bootman. Yes. <laughs>
0: just put it as like a special intro we're
3: just educating the masses <laughs> speaking of uh, the yes. masses I see everyone. the
2: batman batgirl batman had a chode
0: yeah that was wild
1: <laughs> I was like where'd that one even
0: come from I got Arf is like alright time to move along and Paris is like hold up I found I a
2: chode bro. I just can't like you know what Anyways, Arva, as you were saying No, no,
1: no you're good, you're good I, This is a very strong subject to start with no, 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 no. <laughs> So transitioning into today's topic Which there's... also has oh. nothing to do with what we're talking oh. about But that's okay, sadly Unless we want to talk about boobs But I'm the wrong person to talk about boobs Unless they're yeah. like a man titty The moves. Men can have
2: nice boobies
1: They can And I, I want to wait for a nice boobie so bad But god, it's never gonna happen <sighs> Actually, never say never, but in this case, I am saying never. <laughs> Hi, everyone. If that was the first thing you heard in this podcast episode, then you're in the right place. Welcome into the Unintelligibles. I'm Arver, your host this week, and I'm joined here by my lovely co-host, as always, Fair the Bad and Westy.
0: Hello. Hello.
1: I had to say bat this time because it pertains to the conversation we just had about fucking.
2: You've bad used taste. my full legal name.
0: I, I did. I, I like heard
1: that trouble? and I was like, ooh. I did I'm the full devil. government name. I had to tie it into the Batman thing. Otherwise, you're how else anything. are we supposed to know you're a bat, even though it's your username on every platform?
2: Well, <laughs> if you're not watching on YouTube, on Spotify, I, you can't like see that I'm a That's bat.
1: That's true yeah, yeah I'm, I'm thinking of you guys spotify listeners because i know a lot of you actually probably listen on spotify that's where i listen spotify's amazing um
2: i'm a youtube frog sorry gamers
1: no it's okay youtube's also good those are like the two platforms i would only like watch or listen to podcasts on honestly yeah
0: i prefer youtube but some podcasts because you get the visuals on. yeah i like the visuals yeah. because like how AFK sneaks in some things like sometimes when you're just like randomly sitting there listening and they'll be like yeah if there's this weird thing they'll put a picture up for you like oh cool so i have to go search that myself i can just
1: yeah right exactly yeah no i think it depends cuz there's some podcasts that are very geared towards just being purely talk and there's some that are more they have like bits and stuff they show off so yeah depends which ones i'm listening to um but how are you guys how are you guys today i mean it's been so long since I last saw you guys. A whole yeah, it's week. been right. a
2: whole week since we last recorded uh, the last episode.
1: That hangover is a distant memory. Yeah. Are you
2: hungover today for unrelated
1: reasons? Um, no, I'm not actually. Thank God. It was so nice to not wake up and have to puke. Yeah, that's always a
0: nice feeling. Not that's waking up and one, throwing
1: yeah.
0: up. Hopefully you make it out of
1: bed first. Holy. Right. Like, at least let me get out of bed first. God. Oof. Let me get a, a foot out of the bed. Well,
0: I am so tired because the house next door—they're doing construction and they're working on the room that's like a, we share a wall with. And so I was—you know—the sound like a drill makes when the screw goes all the way, and you get the. Yeah. It was yes. that at like nine thirty in the morning, and I was
1: like, "What <sighs> the fuck." I think the construction that I also had the same thing where it was like my next door neighbor. She was very kind and she apologized. She's like, I'm so sorry. I have construction for the next few weeks. Like, I'm sorry if you hear any noises, blah, blah, blah. We're like, "Ah, it's okay. Like shit happens. But oh my God, it's like a shared wall and it's the same thing. It was like three, four weeks. I think it's done now. I don't know. Maybe I just jinxed myself, but it was just like nailing uh, like nails into the walls so heavy begging mm-hmm. and then there's like saws and there's the drill noise and i'm like oh it's like eight thirty in the morning <laughs> i know you have to work this early but like do you really have to <laughs> yeah it fucking <sighs>
0: sucks when i heard that i first like woke up thinking is that thunder and i hear the drill starting and i
1: was like oh no i know what that is
0: And so every time i'd start to drift back to sleep and then just suddenly just
1: bang 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 like motherfucker
0: yeah,
2: no rest for you.
0: No, <sighs> no, no rest for me. That was the bat.
2: Good. I uh, I've had this quite the saga of like Minecraft just mm-hmm. shitting the bed. I have had to, my Minecraft has gotten corrupted like four times this year. It's July, so oh. that's great um and for some reason like it just kept getting corrupted over and over and over again like i couldn't launch it and if i could launch it i couldn't play online it wouldn't update the browser and i had this issue before and it was because of outdated mods which makes sense because it can corrupt your minecraft but i now have had this issue where i don't even have any mods installed and it still did it and now i have uh, mods installed again but they're not a custom mod pack it's like a pre-made one last time it was custom and so it regularly updates itself and it still got corrupted and it literally I tried everything I fully wiped Minecraft and CurseForge off my computer completely like if you looked up Minecraft in my computer there would be nothing I got rid of everything and yet for some reason whenever I tried to install it it wouldn't it wouldn't install. It would say that it couldn't be. It couldn't be updated. So it was like totally fucked. It was in like the just. Registry, it was probably. I went in the registry yeah. and deleted the files in the registry, and it's still
3: would oh, really yeah. not
2: installed. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I'm. It just there has to be some registry file that's deep dark somewhere in there that I can't find. And it. And I was like, maybe I can install like a clean uninstall. Um, software but I ended up uh, Lucia apparently had the exact same problem and he was like you know uh, what solved it for me and I was like I, uh, what because I, I updated the Microsoft gaming companion I updated the, my computer I updated everything so that was not the issue and he said try installing it from the Microsoft store because you know how you can download the launcher from Minecraft's website That's the way that I've always done it. Apparently, you can also download it from Microsoft Store. So I did that and it worked. What? Yes. Weird. It's the exact same program, but for some reason, when you install it from the Microsoft Store, it
0: just works. (laughs) Okay, then.
2: But, anyways, I get to play Pixelmon again finally. It's been like a month since I last got to play it because my Minecraft has <laughs> been corrupted. I was say, mine That's is, good at
0: least. Mine also acts up a lot. Every time I try and like hop on to play it, it's like error compiling mods. And so then I'll like restart it. It's like out of date. So I'll update it error compiling mods. And then it'll be like server offline. There's other people on though. Yeah. Mine, I genuinely, it was just it it's wouldn't the update. downfall
1: from fucking Microsoft owning Minecraft. Uh. Yeah,
2: mods can just ruin your like. It can just like completely corrupt. Which is like, I'm playing on somebody else's server, so it's fine that I had to do clean uh uninstall because I didn't have any world or anything saved. Right. But if you do, then you're you're screwed. If you don't have any kind of cloud backup, mm-hmm. then you lo- You have to lose it all.
1: Yeah, that's why I wanted to do a, like a Minecraft server eventually for like the community, but it's a lot of work, and also a lot of things can go wrong.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> modded Minecraft servers can get pretty pricey with like the monthly yeah. you have to pay to keep them up, especially if you want more dedicated like server space on their side, and uh, if you want more mm-hmm. people to be able to play on it. Cause I think the base uh player count is usually ten. So if you ever want more than ten, you have to pay extra.
1: Yeah. And then you have to get more more space on the, the server too, because more people will be building and stuff and blah blah blah. And then you have to make sure the mods you're using everyone can use. It's just oh, it's so much work. It's easier just to honestly play Minecraft with like a group of friends, get a mod pack together and someone like all chip in for a server or something. <laughs> Cause then yeah. at least it's like friends, so it's a little less well, a little less work, but it's honestly at this point for me not worth it as much as I want one because I would love to have a server. But oh, well, yeah, there's a lot I would die from the stress.
0: There's a lot that goes with that. And then if something happens, everyone's messaging you.
1: Yeah, they're like, I, I don't know. I know just as much as you. <laughs> By the way, why isn't I it just, working? I what happened to the, the server.
0: server? Arva, Arva, the server. Sir. If the server's not working, Arva.
1: I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know
2: why, bro. That's the wrong person. I don't know. I just work
1: here. I just paid it. <laughs> I just <laughs> paid for, <this>. for it. <laughs> um This kind of ties into my topic today, actually. Oh, just a bit, hell yeah. A tiny little bit. Um, I wanted to talk more about indie games today. So the fact that Minecraft went from being indie owned to or being owned by Microsoft. Um kind of kind of adds up to this, just because there's a lot of indie games coming out this year, or have demos out this year that I'm really excited about, and I am the biggest supporter of indie games, because fuck AAA titles. Um, so I just want to talk about that. Like, favorite indie games you've played? um, Any developers you really like? Any games you're looking forward to? Um anything like that we can even talk about the big triple a's too and like why we hate them (laughs) if that's if that's what you want to do too because i got my fair share we'll be weaving it it into there i'm sure yeah little jabs here and there about microtransaction this and releasing unreleased (laughs) game or unfinished games this oh that pisses me off Like, every AAA title now is released as, like, uh, an unfinished game, and they're like, oh, well, here's an update later that should have been with the game when it launched, because it's a $90 game! Mm -hmm. Because Canadians have to spend so much on fucking video games now. Everyone does, but our currency is dog shit, so (laughs) we have to spend a lot. For a game that's not even complete! What?
0: That's my biggest gripe with AAA titles, is if I'm paying full price and all the content is not in the game on release, you're like, hang on, we'll have a patch in about a month. It's like, maybe just release your game one month later and give us everything? Because, like, this is right. like bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah, the downfall. Yeah, or fall. discount.
2: Yeah. I hate that, like... It was such a big thing, I think I talked about this on a previous episode, but it was a big thing when, like, online gaming and, like, digital releases came out because it was like, oh, now that they can release, because it, uh, patches and updates and you don't have to buy an entire new game. You can just wait and it will be updated online. But now that means that they don't have to release fully finished games anymore. Because they have the ability to update online whereas before they didn't have that ability so the game had to be done when it was released because they're like unless you want to have to completely send out another hard copy to everybody which is so expensive you had to have everything done in advance but now Mm -hmm. that's not the case anymore because it's so easy to release day one patches which like every fucking triple a game on the planet does now
1: yeah yeah <sighs> That's why, as much as it makes me sound like a fucking boomer, I'm not even in that category to be called a boomer. I miss older games so, so much and physical games so much because oh when gosh. you were buying the physical game, you're buying the physical game. That is, it's, that is the game. You, you don't get any more, you don't get any less. It's all going to be on that disc because they didn't have a way to like, you know updated yeah push extra content afterwards and so, I also um, hate
2: when they make you play like single player campaigns you have to be connected to the internet or whatever. Yes, like in I Call of Duty you have to be connected to the internet to play the single player campaign like, it's why? like I'm not playing online. Like what do you mean?
1: What's the point of a story mode slash like single player campaign if you have to still go online for it? Like what? That is the worst.
0: See, physical coffees are from my era of video games. I lived in a time where if we bought a PC game, I would install it on my computer and then I'd go over and install it on my friend's computer, my other friend's computer, mm. my other friend's computer, and the CD key would just work because there wasn't online verification.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And then we'd all just sit down and play like Rise of Nations together. Like, hey, yeah, I remember doing that a few times with my friends. We would like.
2: I did that with some, um, some games around
1: be like Tycoon. Yep, that too.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was so great cuz you're like someone's like, "Oh hey, dude, you have this game." And I'm like, "Yeah, I have this disk here. Take it. You can you can have it now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Who's going to stop us? It's
0: installed. You share. And yeah. There, it was just it's weird for me to say. It. it was better for like the experience back then because when you had that full game on release and everything was in there. Like, yeah, everything's in there. You don't have to, like, compare to now, sit and wait for this released in early access beta. We don't have an ending yet. Pay full price. And it's like, yeah. no, I don't want to. But also, that, uh, that meant if there was, like, a game-breaking bug and you didn't know about it, there was no fix for
1: it. So... Yes.
0: There was a downside. Cause I remember I hit quite a few
1: of those. Yeah. And it's just like, Unfortunately, uh, there's always a downside. It to, was like, great if you things. could
2: find, like, Item duplication exploit stuff. Oh hell yeah. You can patch it.
1: Because <laughs> I was never getting yeah, I was never getting fixed, so you could just always use it. I'm looking at
0: you, yeah. Morrowind. On <laughs> Xbox. That was the best fucking time. Just <laughs> infinite lockpick.
1: I um I played a lot of racing games, so I played I think it was 4's uh Motorsport Four. I think one of those. Um and online had a glitch or maybe it was maybe it was five it was one of those one of the online games uh, had a glitch where you could push yourself outside of the map in like the game of infected. So you had to like tag people. So <laughs> every race, I would go to that same corner and like wedge my car in the corner and go outside and go out of bounds and just cheat and win. <laughs> and it was never going to get patched. It never got patched because at that point, Dude, that I would be didn't pissed happen. If
2: I had to play against you, I would be so oh, It bad. was
1: the only reason I did it because other people would do it too. So I'm like, well, if they're going to do it, I'm not losing this. So I'm going to do it too. <laughs> yeah um so that was always fun because yeah you never if you found an exploit back then there was no way to like fix it so you just literally had to just get good at that exploit and you could just use it constantly
2: i definitely am a physical copy person i much prefer to have physical copies of games but the incentive, like, it's really annoying because the last couple physical copy games I've gotten were both Persona games. They were Persona 5 Royal and Persona mm-hmm. 3, which is coming out not uh, this year sometime. Next year, I mean, uh, 2024. And it used to be. And lots, there are companies that still do this, but I think Atlas is just cheap fucks. Um, it used to be that when you got a pre-order or like the release version of the game, it was like special, like it came with whatever a steel book or whatever. I have like the steel book for, um, Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and because I was like, oh, I want to have the steel book, I want it to be like the special release version. But there is no steel book for the release versions of the game. There's nothing actually. Um, if you pre-order in the United States you got additional items they weren't anything crazy uh like there's always that big pre-order package that's like a 120 dollars or whatever I'm not talking about that I'm just talking about pre-order bonus so for Persona 5 Royal it was a pin it was a Joker pin and for Persona 3 it is a coaster set which I was like awesome I want the coaster set well, that's too bad, because you don't live in America. And if you pre-order <laughs> in Canada, you get nothing. You get literally nothing.
1: That's insane.
2: Um, You get, I think, two additional personas if you pre-order the physical copy of the game. And if you pre-order the digital copy of the game, you get two free personas, some extra side quests, and some cosmetics. So they actually incentivize you to have the phys- or the digital copy more so which was the same issue with Persona 5 Royal because the pre-order for the physical version didn't give you anything, but the digital version gave you a bunch of extra personas and, and healing items and all this cosmetic stuff. And I wanted all that stuff because I'm a really big fan of the game and I didn't want to miss out on it. So I ended up getting the digital version because the physical one didn't come with that. And I was pissed right. because I like having the physical copies I of mean, my games. yeah, A lot of that but is I...
0: also because if they're gonna manufacture physical copies there's manufacturing fees there's more people you have to pay you can't just do a certain amount it has to be like a bulk minimum yeah and and so they lose sega
2: is a small indie company that really can't afford that so i totally get it sega i totally get it it's fine
0: and (laughs) We we always make that joke like yeah small indie company but you have to also keep in mind the big business thing like they only maximize profits they, yeah like yeah we're yes. gonna make the joke small indie company and they're gonna be like see they understand charge them more <laughs> yeah so it's always so... just
2: that's like I mean that's just it that's how companies work they just want to maximize profits but it just sucks yeah. to not like that was always a thing. That's always been a thing to Uh get something with a pre-order. Like that's always been an incentive to pre-order the game. It's a guaranteed sale for them. They give you something extra and it's as simple as like a special case on the game or something like that. And now it's like every single game that I pre-order, I don't get jack shit because I'm not in America. And I'm like, what happened? I got my fucking steelbook tomb raider game and i live in canada so that came in but like i don't know it's like i'm sure it's company dependent i'm sure there's still lots of companies yeah do like yeah. books and stuff i don't really pre-order games ever so i wouldn't know but i would be really sad if that started like losing like going out of fashion pre-order uh physical pre-order bonuses
1: it kind of i don't think the digital ones they're trying to push digital games really hard again
2: i'm sure that it's also other companies that are doing it where they're like oh yeah if you get the physical copy of the game you know it's you get the game but if you get the digital copy of the game we'll give you these 10 free loot boxes or whatever
0: it's also because if you like pre-order the digital there's not any manufacturing costs it's literally just a link to a download there's no extra fees that they really have to worry about it's not trading hands so from a business perspective i can look at it like yeah i see where they're coming from but at the same time i i came from that era of you get the pre-order and you get like swag with it you're like hell yeah yeah Yeah, it it used
2: to be good stuff too like you didn't even have to pay any e- that much extra and you would get like good shit and now it's like the fucking one more time persona 5 royal uh pre-order package was a disgrace bro like it was i think it was 50 or 60 dollars more than the base <gasps> game Ooh. and it was it's like uh 70 of the items in the pre-order are made of paper or cardboard
0: oh that's awful
2: and Ooh. like the only thing of value in there is probably the uh laptop bag, and everything else is just like, card- like, there's tarot cards that are made of cardboard, there's the big chest that you get made of cardboard, there's like a picture frame for uh, a card, like, it's like a card with a thank you message or some shit, I don't know, that's made of cardboard. It's like, this is garbage. <laughs>
0: That's such a quick transition because the last game that I actually pre-ordered was Darksiders 2. I love Darksiders. And they sent me a physical, like resin 3D printed version of Death's Mask that I actually have sitting on my bookcase still. Like yeah, that's nice high quality. And that came out in 2013, I think. You
2: know what's funny? I uh I have the pre-order for Persona 5 Royal, and in that in the box was a joker mask so it was uh it's like the mask and it came with the mask stand and i didn't get the pre-order on release i missed the window for it so instead i was looking uh online and i found a guy uh who runs through instagram and he 3d prints and makes like resin masks of the persona (laughs) characters masks and they're really really good quality. So I got a Joker mask and it's like really good quality. It's like really nicely made and it's it's really nice. And then I after the fact got the Persona 5 Royal pre-order box cuz somebody was selling it on marketplace. And I compared the mask that he had made and the mask that they give you in the pre-order package and the pre-order one is just like the shitty plastic mask that's like absolute garbage. And I'm like why? 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 Multi billion dollar company do this to me?
1: <laughs> Sad. Yeah, You really do be like that. That's why I've shifted to. Well, I've never really been in support of AAA games or titles, but they were like the main source of getting games, and they were better back in the day. Yeah. Um, but indie games are now indie devs and games are now carrying on them that like golden era of games that triple a titles once had it's like the baton passed down to all the indie devs probably because they're just like us and they're fucking sick of it
2: <laughs> yeah I, like, definitely, I can make a game let's
1: do it let's make it better
2: i definitely feel like indie gaming is more popular than triple a gaming right now oh which yeah which is a, a mm-hmm. shift than what it used to be when i was a kid when it was like nobody really played indie games yeah and especially no if you didn't have a pc <laughs> uh like, I just played on Xbox, so the Xbox support for indie games was a lot smaller back then. So, I didn't even have the opportunity to play a lot of indie games, because I didn't have a PC, mm-hmm. so I didn't have Steam.
0: Yeah. So, I'm in mm-hmm. a very fun, unique position, because it's no secret, I'm old. I'm old <laughs> as fuck. I, my very first, what you could even consider a gaming console, would either be Atari or a DOS. That was what I had when I was a little younger. So that's what I grew up with.
2: A little younger. Just
0: a little younger. I'm not saying exactly how old I am. It's a fun mystery no one can quite figure out yet. Estimated is between 40 and 90, which...
2: (laughs) Very close. 40 and 90. (laughs) That's
0: that's the guess. But when... When I was... mm, What era? That would probably be within the Super Nintendo era. That was the most... If I think back to that, that's the most fever dream. I don't know what the fuck was happening in video games. I love video games, though. Like, that was so fun. That was my entertainment, was reading and video games. And we had random devs being like here's a pac-man game but you're not playing pac-man you're guiding pac-man through his life and he has to go buy milk for his pac-baby and i'm like what is this weird ass (laughs) fucking thing and then it cuts over it's like now you're in the wild west but it's a bullet hell and there's ninjas flying in the sky and i'm like am i am i high? i know i'm high right now but am i high right
1: now (laughs) this is
0: laced what's going on i'm tripping the most the one that i remember the most I actually remember the name. It was called Legion, the legend of Excalibur. And I went to a fucking GameStop or EB games at the time. Cause it's, I think it was like a little before GameStop, but EB games. And I was looking around and this one dude was just like, yo, yo, you don't, you don't want like battlefront two here. Try this one. And it was like a little, like not quite indie game. Cause indie wasn't a thing back then, but it was like small developer, small publisher. And I got it. That shit was the weirdest thing, because it was a top-down Diablo-style action RPG that came, like, before Diablo. And it was, like, the same style of, like, your different heroes have different abilities. And everything about, like, that era has transitioned over to indie games now. Like, I I can clearly see it. So yeah. And all those small little, oh, you don't want that. This is from the tiny little developer called Activision. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm like, all right, now I'm here.
2: Call of Duty is my favorite indie game.
1: <laughs> Me too. Same with, uh, you might have not heard of this one. This one's very niche. Uh, Overwatch 2. Oh, damn. And Valorant very small devs very very unknown um, grassroots. you know
0: oh yeah I had to look it up it
1: was Westwood Westywood in time for you to make got, something called Westywood and oh. claim it hashtag Westywood
0: Westwood. <laughs> it turned into Midway Games so now it's Midway oh. Midway Games Midway's a decently
1: big one Right. That's wild. That's always crazy.
0: So, yeah, be watching the small little like it, it, granted they did Space Invaders, but they didn't really do anything super super big for years and then just mm. randomly it's like, oh yeah, you know, here's what, Spy Hunter, Rampage, they also did Mortal Kombat. And then nothing and then suddenly they're a small developer and now they're fucking Midway
1: that's crazy yeah that's another cool thing is like keeping an eye on some of the indie devs coming out recently or not coming out but like the, the indie devs that are out right now and have been making stuff it's like which one of you are going to be like the next big dev
2: yeah you can I already kind of like... see it
1: with some games like devolver I, like <laughs> yeah
2: I definitely feel like it's really, like, it used to be uh, a little bit easier for companies that are indie to, like, get into the AAA market. But I feel like it's a little bit more difficult now just because it's, it's, like, the current AAA companies kind of have, like, a fucking stronghold on the industry. Mm. And they are bullies. Like, they will bully. Yes. Oh, yeah. the, The indie companies... So that because they don't want to lose money and they don't want any more competitors,
1: especially not sh- to an indie company. That'd be so yeah. much bad.
2: And, and it sucks when, you know, uh, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo create pretty the bit like the biggest, you know, mobile, co- well, not mobile consoles, but consoles that are not PC. And they make their own games and they own their own AAA gaming companies. So you're up against the people that make the consoles. Yeah which is like an impossible person to beat. And that's I feel like that's why there's so many more indie games on PC too. I Absolutely, mean, especially literally Steam. E- everything gets approved on Steam. Like yeah. the shittiest games on the planet approved on Steam. <laughs> yeah. So it, you don't even have to be a good developer to get your game on Steam. And a lot of people the default program like if you're going to program in Unity or whatever, your default is is for PC always. So it's like extra yeah. work. To port to another console. Usually that only happens if an indie game gets successful and then they have mm-hmm. the money to actually make the port afterwards.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, uh, Hades. like the consoles. Yes, yeah. yeah. And Stardew and stuff like that, where they're like on every console now because they're like, oh, this was a hit. So we need this on our consoles. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm glad
3: Hades that, is really uh, good. Hmm.
2: I'm glad that uh one of my favorite companies. For like a really long time was Telltale. I loved Telltale games. Yes. And then they went bankrupt, and I was devastated. And then they're coming back, and I was like, "Let's go!"
1: Yeah, i was excited. Telltale's is great,
2: and that's so sad because like they literally were doing so well, but they tried to expand so quickly. It wasn't even that they like were making bad games. I mean, some would argue that making like Minecraft. Uh, Choose your own adventures. Where, but they sold like they were doing well. They were making money. They just tried to expand too quickly, so they were like ahead of the game, and it wasn't a a matter of them just making like a terrible fucking game that bombed and they lost all of their money. So I was just like so sad because I was like, this is a preventable death.
0: That is also the thing with indie companies. So like, you know, Activision and Blizzard, they have the capital where. If they throw money behind something and it doesn't do well, it's not really a big issue to them anymore. It's just like ah, eh, yes. oh well, move along. That was a fail. We're gonna cover it up with something else. But an indie company, if they have like say two good games and then one just really bombs, that company's probably gone.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's you really sad. You,
2: have, you, you just can't afford it.
1: Yeah, it's too competitive to have a a bad game, unfortunately, because then then that's your reputation. No matter how good your other games were, if you release a game that's bad, then everyone's going to be like, they're going to remember the bad game more.
0: Exactly. And because of that, I, f- I feel that's like, you can tell the little uh, indie devs that like see that and they don't take any like, risks or anything with it. They just keep it very mainstream kind of gameplay. And mm-hmm. then the indie devs that go off and be like, you know what? Now we're going to do this. I feel like, they don't they don't do as well because they're doing something a little weird but like they give a lot more life to that game over a longer period of time yeah yeah
2: yeah i was so happy when um no man's sky kind of came back <sighs> from the dead because the
1: redemption story of that game is yeah. so great yeah the, i
2: watched like a youtube documentary on it and it was so good and like they really they they made promises they couldn't keep, but they worked so hard to like make good on them after the fact. It was just one of those things where they just released the game too early. And in all fairness, they delayed the release multiple times, and people were getting really upset. So they kind of felt pressured to release it. Not mm-hmm. that that's an excuse to release an unfinished game, but they did make good on like all of their promises and then some after the fact. And it could have totally happened where everybody just was like, I don't care. And the game just didn't get any traction after the fact, but it did. And I was really surprised because the internet has a very short attention span and I was not expecting anybody after the original game came out and it wasn't what anyone expected it to be. And it wasn't as good as anyone expected it to be. I was surprised that people actually went back to it after the updates got released because I kind of expected them to release those updates and everyone will just be like meh i'm over it
1: yeah like you you promised this before so like what what's going to guarantee this is you're delivering it but yeah gave it a second chance and it's and, great or, yeah
2: they just moved on to the next game but it actually like it's it's a good game and the, the publishing company or not the publishing company the uh development company fuck publishing companies real (laughs) the development company um had was like a small team and they worked really hard and like they deserved the game to be successful and i'm glad that it worked out for them because it had it, it, it went it went terribly wrong like that they got really lucky that they were able to salvage that game because it should have after the original disappointment it should have like fallen apart and it didn't, yeah. and I was, I was so surprised, because, like, the internet is a very unforgiving place.
1: Yeah, and they like to not go back on their words ever. So when I saw everyone was shitting on No Man's Sky when it came out, because they're like, oh, it didn't, it didn't deliver anything it was promised. When I saw it again a few years later, everyone's like, oh, they've updated it, and they, they fixed it, and it's, it's what they, they promised, and it's a good game now. I was like, what? What?! One, they still put the effort in to fix the game, which is incredible. And two, you guys actually listened to them and played it and liked it. What's going on here? But I was very glad to see it because, yeah, it was it was disheartening seeing that come out and everyone shit on it constantly with once again, I I get they really didn't deliver any of their promises Um, No, but it got shit on so much. It got shit on so damn much that I I still felt bad for the devs because that would be very disheartening. But the fact that they fixed it and people actually paid attention and enjoy the game now is very nice to see. Good redemption story because that's rare. Like we just talked about, you make one bad game as an indie dev and it could be your last ever because that sticks out more than any good game can. Exactly. Everyone um, will always yeah. remember
0: the negatives, and mm-hmm. anytime someone's like, "But this is a positive," it's like, "Yeah, but what about all these negatives?" Like, man yeah, but it wasn't what they said at the start. It's like, all right, but the end result is still the same. So, like, why are you mad over something years ago?
1: Right. Like, No Man's Sky has done better than any AAA title will ever do with releasing a game without any of the promises reached. Like, how many AAA AAA titles do that?
0: The amount of content they forced in there, like... I, I think it was a few years ago when they did, like, their... They did, like, three major updates in a row, and each one was, like, yeah. very significant in changing the game. I was like, you know what? I appreciate this.
1: Because it shows they they did care of delivering their promises. They didn't just, they didn't, they were hollow promises at the beginning, but, like, they had truth to them because they were eventually going to put that into the game which was nice to see. Yeah, it was it was like I, I watched the timeline because I also watched a video on it because I just love watching some video essays on this stuff. <laughs> and I watched a video of like the first couple, like the first year or so, they released like smaller updates that like fixed things, added some new things, but they're very like small changes. And then I think it was yeah, like two to three years after the launch. I think it was two somewhere around there. They released, yeah, like the two, the three, like huge updates back to back, which changed the game completely basically making it into the game that are supposed to be um and they continue to update it i'm pretty sure too i actually have not played no man's sky yet because um i just don't have time but i'm pretty sure it still gets updated to this day i see so many people right right now now it was
0: trying to download major update
1: released oh speak of the fucking devil look at that yeah so Wow. Also another reason I love indie devs is like a lot of the games continue support for a long time afterwards because you know it's their pride and their joy like they don't have a whole bunch of titles to keep up with like triple A uh, developers so they they can kind of put more time and stick with their games for longer usually yep. unless they start working on another thing which is understandable cuz then they're Well small, and also work.
2: like if you lose all your money like if you put a lot of time and money into a game and you don't sell to recover you're in the hole and it's really hard to continue working on a game if mm-hmm. you aren't gaining any money on it because like any time you spend working on a game that isn't profiting you like people gotta eat they gotta pay their rent you know
1: exactly yeah
2: but um there's like it's good like i'm really glad that they kept working on it because there's really like you c- they could have just given up like after the original negative reception they could have just been like oh that sucks i guess we'll either try again or we'll just close the company um and like the definitely i feel like indie companies have less of an ability to just like move on to the next game whereas bigger companies. Remember when everyone was like, "Oh, CD Project Red is such a indie company." Oh
0: like, no, not CD. Oh, oh, oh no.
2: They I want okay, like everybody knows when Cyberpunk 2077 came out, it was a mess. Like it was just so unfinished. It was so buggy. It was like one of the worst released games that had come out in terms of how unfinished it was in in like i mean even still it's like one of the shittiest most unfinished games that have ever been released and they did a lot of Whoa, anthony exists
1: thank you Anthem. That, <laughs> you're right you're right, you're right.
2: <laughs> they did bug fixes um after the fact but the, sh- the thing about cd project red is that they didn't have to fix the game they made their money back on that game already, cause the the hype was so high that every everybody pre-ordered it. Like they had already made mm-hmm. their money back on it. And then they like they make other big games like The Witcher and stuff. So like they have other sources of revenue where they didn't have to fix the game properly. And so yeah. they never did. Like it's years later. When did it come out? Or like at least two years ago, right?
0: Twenty nineteen, I think yeah uh yeah it was like just before the pandemic
2: yeah so they could have done what no Man's sky did and like they could have implemented features that were promised that didn't end up getting put in like there's a whole transit system in game like a railway system that never even got put in that was supposed to be oh. in the game and uh there's lots of stuff that they could have done to make the game better but they well, did they not they
1: have they have The game's a lot more stable now, and ever since releasing Edge Runners, the game is, like, playable, I would consider. Yeah, they did have an Edge Runners update.
2: playable. And they're
1: releasing a DLC soon. A big DLC.
2: It just sucks that there's so many components of the game that didn't get finished that will never get finished.
1: Oh, absolutely. But that's because they they just overstretched themselves way too much. Not quite.
0: So Cyberpunk is a weird one, because a lot of people don't, realize that before cyberpunk was anything else it was a tabletop rpg it was cyberpunk yes. red and yeah cyberpunk has always been you know on D where it's like oh i gotta continue my no cyberpunk is literally the story of how you die and all the mechanics there is so many fucking mechanics in that game it is it is like micromanaging your own small business for one character Yes, <laughs> and yeah. you can't really fit in all those mechanics, and they—I think they try. I think that was the problem: is they really wanted to try, and it was too much.
1: Yeah, especially with the pressure they had on them with uh their what the fuck that's called the investors yes. or whatever yeah, the, those yeah. fuckers. And
0: I'm part of the community. I will tell you right fucking now: the tabletop community is the most critical. And the most fucking butthurt community of anyone you will ever meet. Oh, I believe it. These people will spend $700 on one figure, unpainted, unfinished, just so they can finish it themselves. I won't. I'm poor. But <laughs> I've been playing fucking tabletop. Not even like tabletop RPGs. Like, I've played fucking uh, Mech Warrior Battle Battletech. I've played that, which is... What going back to like early 2000s where you have like thousands of individual pieces the actual Warhammer little figurine thing anytime there is a video game adaptation based on that those are the people who will review Bomb It because they're like well it wasn't this and it wasn't this and it wasn't this even if they update it later Mm -hmm. they can't let it go so Cyberpunk did suffer from that it had hype because it was CD Projekt Red because uh, Keanu Reeves was behind it too yeah and so when you have keanu as the face you've now set your standards so high with all these promises and the people are just gonna be like oh i'm gonna you know look at what is cyberpunk what is cyberpunk all about wow you can do all this in the you know tabletop rpg game i want a rocket launcher grenade
1: dick
3: turns out you (laughs) can't really have that yeah
1: yeah they also hyped it up for so long too that it didn't help because it was like an eight year i remember seeing the original trailer for it and i thought it was the coolest thing ever like eight years before they released it and i was like oh this is so cool and they built up that hype and then they yeah they added keanu and they they built up a lot of hype and then just one yeah like you said delivered it to a very critical uh community partially obviously not the full buy your is to tabletop rpg players but a lot of them are coming for that because it's it's cyberpunk
0: it's what they That's play and they're they play like
1: before yeah. yeah i want that so it was a big mixture of like shooting themselves in the foot a bunch constantly <laughs> which sucks because yeah i i fully am in the the mindset of i recommend to get cyberpunk if it's on sale now maybe full price is worth it but i still think that buying it on sale because it goes on sale a lot and it goes on sale for 50 percent like every single time so it's like a 40 dollar game when it's on sale which i think is worth it with the updates that have been released and with the dlc that's coming out um and how the game is actually playable now um i would say it's worth it but it's still is disappointing and i want more cyberpunk themed games to make up for the hole in my heart that is this (laughs) game (laughs) hey
2: man the uh what was the cat one that came out oh stray was
1: wonderful dude i
2: loved stray 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 is like one of my favorite
1: games ever amazing that is a wonderful way of how to do cyberpunk yeah it is i loved it I loved it a lot. I was very glad to see that because I love the genre and aesthetic of cyberpunk so much. It's one of my favorites. I love the dystopian futuristic cyber enhanced cities and like grungy shit. Um, Which is why I wanted to play cyberpunk so bad and why I bought it twice. (laughs) I pre-ordered it on the Xbox and I also bought it on my PC. (laughs) Damn, you Um, had the faith in that one. I did because like I said, I was waiting eight years for it. I was one of the original like I saw it when it first, when that first trailer came out with that, like, bitch that's sitting in the crosswalk with her mantis blades out, getting shot by the cops. I was like, whoa, this is so cool. (sighs) Sad. To be fair, though, when I played it on my Xbox One, it actually did not have any bugs for my playthrough. I beat the game in, like, one sitting, and there wasn't a single bug that happened. Then I played it again on my PC, like, a few... Uh, weeks later, a few months later, and it was terrible. <laughs> um and now that I play it, it's a lot better because once again it's had some updates to fix that shit. So it's a bit better. Um but my Xbox was actually the best place that I played it on, which was shocking. It looks like dog shit though. The graphics were so turned down because it was like a, a last gen console that that's probably why because it looked like fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know it's it, that's a very a very sad story because well it's it's once again they're they're working on it a little bit so hopefully they continue to do it and they don't half ass it and then leave it as like a, a half completed husk um but we'll see we'll see how this dlc does it's supposed to release in september so if this dlc is good then i have some hope if it's not good then i'm hey. waiting for other cyberpunk games
0: go to the modding community and be like hey fix this <gasps>
1: oh right there's a lot of mods for it too
0: Mm -hmm. yeah like yep they gave us the skeleton but we will we'll put the meat in there we'll
1: fix it god bless the modding community also i love you guys you guys are so great (laughs) you guys come up with mods so fucking fast when the
2: developers won't do it the modders will
1: right fucking real though the like honestly the other indie devs i would consider them still indie devs because you're just making you're making assets for a game and like honestly some bitches even make like a full new game out of a mod so you're also indie devs in my eyes you modders you don't get too much you don't get like any money for it either unless you put it behind a paywall but most people just mod for free and it's like you are a saint (laughs)
0: they mod and (laughs) it's like actual saint. here's my patreon just if you want to it's like i'll give
1: you i'll give you some right like you put so much work into this mod of course i'm gonna pay you a little bit because this should have been in the game already so bitch i'm paying you for this
0: xcom 2 is xcom and xcom 2 are like the biggest things for that because they have they have so many mods but there's like four in general if you get them you have a totally new game it's like something you've never played before and i'm like oh Mm. that's cool love this right
1: I was like, the Fallout games, their modding support was always crazy, too. And a lot of the mods were, like, very in-depth and would change, like, heavy aspects for the game. Like, big old aspects. You're like, holy shit. Buddy, you should make your own game. Like, what? <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Literally, if you use enough mods, Skyrim is a completely different game.
0: Oh, yeah. That's true with any Bethesda game, though, because
1: I did the same say, thing a, in Oblivion. <laughs> You can just mod the shit out of those games And they're like brand new Mm -hmm. Like I can't even play Vanilla
0: Skyrim anymore I can't I I need mods I
1: was going to but I think for my first playthrough i'm just gonna do mods because it'll be fun yeah (laughs) i won't mod it too much because i do want some like vanilla experience but at the same time is
2: required you have
1: have (laughs) and i'll stream sex on my twitch too realistic cubic
2: hair gross (laughs) that's a real mod
1: (laughs) i don't doubt it there's always the funniest thing is like those mods have like the most effort put into them sometimes too like every individual hair is like fucking rendered <laughs> and it grows it's like, in damn. real
0: time like, Holy yeah shit. it's got
1: physics and shit you're like whoa out of all the mods this one's like the best one <laughs> you have so much effort putting these pubes
0: it's like the person who could hold the world for ransom if they really put their mind to it
1: <laughs> they could they have too much power they sat there for hours and hours and days and maybe even weeks on end trying to like <laughs> model some pubes <laughs> <laughs>
2: Man, it's a dedicated community.
1: They are. They got, like, <laughs> burden in their eyes now, so they, they look anywhere and they just see pubes. Whibbies. Yeah. Uh,
0: quick question for both mm. of you. If you had to pick three indie games, what would you say is, like, your favorite indie games?
2: Journey. Always.
0: Oh, that's good. That's a good that's one. That's
2: my favorite game of all time.
0: Um, What about the other two, though?
2: Uh,
1: uh, I'm trying to order mine right now. Well, I guess that doesn't matter the order. i You're gonna asking them. me to
2: remember games that I've played is the issue here.
1: Oh. You hear Beard that, Farer? Debs? Make your games more memorable.
2: No, I'm just fucking stupid. Spiritfarer <laughs> <laughs> is a really good one.
1: Ooh, yes. Another solid choice. I need to play that game. I've heard it destroys you. Which one is it? Spiritfarer. Oh, Spiritfarer. Yeah, I've heard that's uh, very sad.
0: I heard it was sad and I never got to play it.
1: uh, I have it, so I'll play it eventually and I will definitely cry if it's as sad as people are saying it is.
2: You will, probably, yeah. Very
3: Um,
1: good. I think mine would be Stray Powerwash Sim and Stardew Valley. Mm. Probably. There's a lot of good good. games. But Stardew Valley I have on every single console I own. Like I literally have bought that game so many times. And I have like over 100 to 300 hours on every console. (laughs) (laughs) Because I just can't get enough of that game. Power Wash Sim is also amazing. I just love the devs. They keep putting out wonderful fucking the Spongebob DLC was so cool. They also have like other cool stuff. Oh, it's (sighs) so good so so good and then stray obviously is just like a fucking masterpiece that game was genuinely so amazing
2: yeah i only wish that at the end at the very least there was at the very end or at least at a post credit scene you were like reunited with your cat family
0: i mean it's heavily
1: implied <gasps> yeah you will be.
2: but that's I not that as as for it me was,
1: but i did wish you could see like the cats meet up but no i get it yeah maybe there'll be a sequel where you just run around with our cats friends <laughs> it's just nice. like a running sim uh, just running fields with kitties
2: and there's a special place in my heart for like classic rpg maker like horror games
1: oh god <gasps> yeah, like corpse party. No. yeah
2: corpse party no corpse party doesn't not... count it sucks
1: Corpse <laughs> 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 party is what i like got introduced to them all but then you realize that like there's when you so play better.
2: it as an adult it's like wow this is like there's so many weird fetish shit in this season. yeah
0: i never played I mean, it so like, i don't know <laughs>
2: Eve, witch's house
1: yeah uh, mad father
2: oh mad father father yeah so there's good. a good selection there's lots of very good ones mm. and there's lots of games that are um like, what's the one that I need to play? It's like they're not a RPG Maker games, but they're like similar and they have the same vibes to them, which I really Fear like. Fear and Hunger? I don't. Well, now I need to know what that one
1: oh, is because that game looks similar <laughs> like in it. aesthetic. It's not RPG Maker, I don't think. It doesn't look like it, but it oh. looks similar, like, aesthetic wise. What the fuck? It's, I've heard it's very, very, very intense. Like Omori
2: was very good. <gasps> I loved Omori. Uh,
1: Omori. Omori is very good.
2: And uh, I have it. Where is it? I want it. Something, something Night Alone, I think.
1: Night, night. Oh. I think I know what you're talking about.
2: Uh, Yomowari Night Alone. That's what it is. Uh another game that's like uh not rpg maker it might no it's not but it's like similar it's
1: got that vibe to it yeah Yeah. what
2: was the one that you said
0: oh
1: fear 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 and hunger
0: yeah that looks like it's a paper mache nightmare
1: (laughs) i um i've heard a lot about it and i've heard it's very intense but i i want to i think i want to give it a go
2: indie horror is such a good i mean it's like I feel like there's no in between like it's either like a masterpiece or it's like the shittiest game you've ever played. It really is. Like there's no in between.
1: Well, Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's either like cheap jump scares and like really shit assets they've used or it's like really good. You're like, wow, what the?
0: No, 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 no. Hang on. There is one in the middle and I will song of horror. I will always say is like a perfect middle ground oh because it's not really jump scares it's like tension that builds and you get like these moments of something's trying to break in you gotta go hold the door as you see hands clawing at you but it's not jump scares and it's not like the most scary thing when you finally do see like what it is right but it's like a good tension of you know i have to hide before this thing sees me kind of thing
1: yeah yeah, yeah. that's my favorite horror games that have like the the right atmosphere and like that constant like sense of like something's watching i love that that scares me way more than i know jump scares do get you at the time but like after the jump scare is done you're just angry (laughs) like after they're done jump scaring me i'm like whatever fuck that that was stupid but if like i'm in a if there's a good atmosphere and like tension constantly in a horror game then i will be shitting my pants the entire time
2: yeah. That's why I liked Amnesia the Bunker, because oh, it was, yeah. like, you're just, like, constantly in oh, fear. It's so good.
0: Time. I sat and played that in one playthrough, It was just, like, I couldn't stop. It's I'll so probably do good. that, too.
1: That's it, what I did when I played uh, Darkest Descent.
0: It's only, like, seven hours, so it's not the longest, oh. so okay it's it's cool because it randomizes everything so when you beat one difficulty nothing is where it was
1: the first time oh, oh see i'm also a big fan of that and that so, helps so much with your playability
0: because i like found one code and i actually started up another game on like hard mode and i went to go get that code and see if it was the same no it wasn't even there anymore there was nothing there and i got ambushed and i was like motherfucker
1: damn That's cool. That would make me spooky. Yeah,
0: so I do, like, even, like, the voices you hear are all pre-recorded through various responses, so if you hear something on the radio, it's been piecemealed together to be a new code for you to crack each time. Oh,
2: interesting. So, yeah, no
0: one can really help you with it, because your playthrough is totally randomized every time.
3: Huh. That's cool. I like that.
0: I thought
1: it was neat, but Hell, every yeah.
0: time I was like, "Where do I find this?" People we were like, "Dude, we don't fucking know.
1: It's different." <laughs> That'd be a perfect game for backseating too. Holy shit! Because then no one can actually backseat you. Yeah, yeah. they really Guess can. We'll try. They can try, and then you can laugh at them because then they don't know.
2: And then you can ban them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah! There's a. One more thing before before I have to like do a dice roll <laughs> or oh, no. uh, a coin flip. Wait, wait, I wait! Didn't pick a system for this. huh.
0: before mm-hmm. I got I got to say the three so of mine that people. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. That's yours. No,
2: you don't get to say anything.
0: <laughs> Too bad. Subnautica, because I fucking love Subnautica despite my fear of Very water. Very valid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tunic. If you've never played Tunic, that is like another game i need to play oh my god tunic is so fucking good and it i'm not spoiling anything but the way it introduces you to like the mechanics is fucking brilliant except for the very last puzzle if you want one of the endings because there's multiple endings that is the most insane thing i've ever seen and fuck you devs who did that fuck you whatever (laughs) dev (laughs) <laughs> like what the shit did you make me do in that last puzzle kiss my fat ass <laughs> and then uh night in the woods I I really love night
3: in the woods uh, I love oh, night in the woods
1: Yeah, that's a really good game Yeah. god there's just so many fucking good indie games if you haven't played Tunic
0: do it with zero backseating Because if somebody pops in and just tells you, like, oh, hey, do this, they just ruined the entire mechanic and, like, the secret for the next level. Because someone tried to do that with me, and I had my mod just instantly timing out and banning left and right.
1: Yeah. That's the one thing. I I love puzzle games so much, but I hate playing them because everyone seems to think that it's instantly, like, backseat permitted, and I'm like, girl... I actually am really good at puzzles, so shut up! It... The whole fun of the puzzle game is learning how to do the puzzle. You're ruining the whole game.
0: Yes, I fucking hate that. So every time there's a puzzle game, it's instantly like, if you post one spoiler, you're going to get timed out for like one year. Yeah.
2: Or forever. I'm I'm forever. If anybody ever spoils in my chat, it's an instant permaban.
1: Because that's just awful.
2: Unless it's in like a a genuine accident, which yeah. is like because you I have tell. it, I have it always pinned in story games. I always have like no spoilers, and I've had people come in and be like, "Oh, I love when this happens," and instant ban. And my mods know that too; they'll instant ban anybody.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes there is an accident. You can tell when it's an accident because they'll be like they'll mention something that, like, happened, but it corresponds to something else. And they're just like, yeah. ah, shit.
1: Like, oh. That's like, oh, I'm sorry. you
0: know, just don't do that again.
1: Yeah, you know what you did wrong, so I, I have faith in you that you won't do it again. Yeah, play Tunic. Mm. So... I want to. I have it. I need to play it, because I, I love it. It'll break your brain.
0: List. It'll break your brain so hard. Okay, good. I have... Me some of that it's not even like a break your brain in an unfair way it's a break your brain in a i didn't know this was possible way
1: so good i love that that was like the witness the witness was another good puzzle game i really enjoyed um that broke my brain a lot because some of the puzzles were like super four-dimensional like they had an extra layer to them that you would like realize halfway through you're like oh why is this not working? And then you'd be like, oh shit, there's like a whole other thing to it.
0: Oh, like anti uh, antechamber.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Man, I need to play more puzzle games. Um I'm just yeah. too stupid, solid choices. <laughs> <laughs> I um I'm actually really good at puzzle games, but I just don't like to play them a lot on stream because as soon as I push that go live button, my brain cells diminish. So I'm Literally, not the strongest yes. performer on stream. <laughs> But that's okay. I'm practicing. I'm practicing at doing puzzle games on stream. So like I'm increasing my brain cell count for streaming. <laughs> <laughs> um one last game I want to bring up because of the whole cyberpunk thing before I pick a winner. Um there's a game actually supposed to be coming out. I don't know when. Um, I don't think there's a date set for it yet, but there is like a another cyberpunk game coming out that is, like, more... It looks gorgeous, but it's pixel... It's, like, kind of pixel art, which I fucking love. Oh, also, I love pixel art, I think, like that. It's called n i v a um N-I-V-A-L-I-S. I'll put it in the, the chat. Um, But it looks promising. I don't know. I don't know. I'm always scared of, like, especially Cyberpunk games coming out. Oh. Um, But it looks really nice. And I really like, like, the pixelated, like look it has going on um so this is a game i'm keeping an eye on but i don't know once again i'm always so skeptical with games coming out but it looks pretty cool and i'm always looking for more cyberpunk games so that's a game that i saw recently and i was like please please be good (laughs) please i can't handle another cyberpunk game failing interesting that it's
2: like a a life sim
1: yeah i'm looking at it like huh
2: you run a noodle stand
1: i kind of like it because that gives less options i feel like to fuck up the game oh <laughs> but at the same time that also could be a very boring game if they don't do it right
0: yeah i was gonna say like this screenshot here i was like i love that environment that they were already kind of built with that
1: right like that's what's drawn me in the most is like the look of it
2: pretty lighting
1: looks really nice yeah but visuals are very misleading and so i'm i'm skeptical but i'm i'm keeping an eye on it because it looks like it could be very promising and let's hope it is
2: um, i like how we see like the cyberpunk like uh apartment style like crowded alleyways like it's very japanese and it's very like uh you know, grungy and we're all like, wow, this is so cool. And then like if you had to live in that in real life, you'd just be fucking so depressed all the time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because that was a thing in uh in China, I think there was a district that was like uh it had like thirty three thousand people living in a district that was like tiny. Um and not safe living conditions at all apparently the people who live there have very good like fond memories of like living there because it probably held a bit of a dear place to them but that got torn down a little while ago but that's like kind of the the aesthetic that they always go for and i love it but i probably would not live there no
0: i I couldn't (laughs) i feel like living in that kind of thing you would have probably a stronger bond with all your neighbors
1: yeah, because you you're like your sense of community is literally like forced upon you. You are like next door to your neighbor. You could <laughs> not be an
0: introvert living in a cyberpunk city.
1: It could not. Yeah, because you're gonna need to talk to someone eventually. Well, that and, and the
0: person, you know, your neighbor's already halfway in your home as they sit in their I living room, so. they're just
1: like peeking in the window, climbing your window from like upstairs. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> they gotta climb down
0: through your apartment just to leave.
1: Yeah. It's not like I could, but I love the look of it. It's very, like, visually pleasing, despite being, like, very grungy and gross looking. I like it. But living, different story. I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) I'm a poser. Oh, I'm a cyberpunk poser. Oh, my God,
2: bro. What the hell?
1: Man, I'm not dystopian core. Oh, no. (laughs) Shit. What will I do now?
2: Online, I am cybercore. Offline, I am
0: cottagecore. <laughs>
1: I'm Cottage cottagecore and coquette. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cyber in the streets, cottage in the sheets.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a Please. tongue twister. Holy shit. That took so much focus.
1: That's my new VTuber lore. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. I mean, anyone ask me what my lore is that I'm cyberpunk uh, in the streets, <laughs> cottagecore in the sheets. <laughs>
0: I'm going to be upset if well. that's not somebody's Discord status in the next week.
1: Oh, I should maybe set that. I'll set that now.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hold on. You're going to hear me typing it probably too. cyberpunk. <laughs> in the sheets.
0: I'm just going to make it <laughs> sweet. That says that in no context.
1: Cottage core. This... Oh, wait, I did it wrong. I'm dyslexic. I wrote it the wrong way. Streets and then sheets. There we go. No one's going to get what that means, but that's okay. It adds, uh, it adds to the cyberpunk aesthetic that I'm trying to put on of being grungy and yeah. no one knows who I am.
3: <laughs> <Exactly>.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm okay. going to do this coin okay. flip. Who wants tails? Who wants heads? I'll take I tails.
2: Got... Yeah, I had tails last time. I'll do heads this time.
1: Okay. Let's see. It was Tails. Woo! Fuck! I was trying to rig it to get Farrah to win. Oh <laughs> so no, she had to do work. <laughs> I
2: don't have to do any work for next week. Oh, I'm so sad.
1: I didn't yep. bribe the coin enough. Huh. I just had a very <laughs> dangerous idea. Uh-huh. Oh. No,
2: you can't make me do work. That's che- you're not allowed. I will not do it. I oh. won't do my homework.
0: Okay, that's fine. Homework. Oh, don't worry.
1: Now nah, I'm gonna worry.
2: Well, you can't say that. Like you can't. <laughs> like the way you said, "Don't worry," makes me worry, bro.
1: <laughs> oh God, and the giggle. Oh, the maniacal laugh.
2: I don't want to be here anymore. I quit,
1: bro. I have. No, No. it's fine. I
0: have an idea. Do you know what that means?
2: Nothing good.
0: Oh. Well, that's rude. How dare.
2: (laughs) When it pertains to me, it's never.
0: That's not very cyberpunk in the streets of you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shut the hell up, bro.
0: Well, you know, I just tweeted that out with zero context.
1: Good. That's like the new thing. We got to make this like trend.
2: I'm going to retweet it.
1: <laughs> just.
0: You got to start picking random quotes, and tweeting them out on recording
1: days. Honestly, I think that's a smart idea because who knows? Maybe one of them will just pop off one day. Twitter likes some interesting things.
2: Yeah, and then you put in the replies to like check out your content and the yeah, get, like, always four likes instead Whoa. of like the 4,000 that you're <laughs> yeah, post No one post, looks at yeah. it. Whoa, this, po- this
1: post really did numbers. If you feel like it, come checking out my socials. <laughs> yeah, literally
2: that, yeah. No, like, okay. Hey,
1: this is from
0: this one, and no one looks like, ah, well, you know, cool.
2: at least it's uh, gonna be one person that looks shout out to that one person that looks
0: i am actually that one person that looks when something really pops off and then their next tweet is just like hey here's my socials i'll just pop in real quick because like you know what i'm curious
2: i never look I'm
1: sorry. yeah i always check i'm like is this how does this like pertain to your normal content and usually it doesn't at all <laughs> yeah no like very very
0: rarely there was like maybe two times i popped in there and it was like i enjoy this humor follow yeah, 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 yeah. Other times it's like, this is just a random one-off and you haven't done anything since. So I'm gonna just, you
1: know, hide away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck with whatever you gotta do. <laughs> but I won't be there. <laughs> well, thanks for hanging out and uh, talking. This is like, the, the, once again, not the most, like, intense subject, but I was hungover yesterday, so I had to come up with something today that wasn't Too strenuous. Oh,
2: you mean last week? Oh right. right. I mean
1: my hangover last week was very bad. Uh, See, it was so bad it's still it's still affecting me to this day. I'm cloudy in the head.
0: Yeah. I like how you said it wasn't (laughs) the most intense. We had a very intense conversation for like an hour about indie games.
1: Yeah, well, it wasn't like anything like game showy, but it's always good to have like a good conversation. I just love talking about video games. No shit. I'm in the fucking market for being a content creator of video games shocker, but you, I really, I really like talking computer. about them. <laughs> I know it's gross, isn't it? <laughs> I'm a gross pig. I get it. <laughs> um, but I'll probably, I'll, I'll probably have a lot more topics about video games in the future, just because I, I enjoy talking about them, and we all play them, so it's a really good topic because we can me. all chime I'm a woman. in.
2: Woman, I oh don't my. even know what a video game is.
1: right, right, right. No, it's okay. That's also why they scammed you out of your persona shit.
2: Yeah. Not fucking suing Sega for discrimination Being sexist.
1: Yeah. The essence Sega stands for sexist. <laughs> <laughs> don't
2: look
3: um
1: up.
2: just
3: trust. Don't
1: look I'm just take her word for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that end note, thanks for watching um this week's episode. If you want to find us on any platforms I oh, No, no, no. No. I... no, no, no. You're breaking Whoa. the mold.
2: Excuse what me, did you, I have to ask, you have to ask Wesky for his victory
1: speech. Oh, right. Oh, my
2: <laughs> You're not allowed Sorry. to break the mold. Whoa,
1: wait. Whoa, why are we trying to? Oh, shit. You're right. It's that my bad. That was a very
2: core of you. <laughs> no, but it was more
1: cyberpunk of me. Shit. Yeah, that was. I mixed up my rules. <laughs> Winner's speech from Westy. Ignore the fact that I almost walked over all of that. Uh,
0: play more indie games, support small companies, stop buying Call of Fucking Duty, it's the same shit again and again, no one cares anymore, go play Inscription, go play Stray, go play uh, Cult of the Lamb, go support those devs who are actually making new, like, content for video games, go play Tunic, definitely, melt your brain, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, just... Support the local devs. If you see something new and unique, like play it, support it, share it, get others to like play it. Otherwise, we're yeah, all gonna be you have st-
1: more power than you
0: think. Really do. Like, otherwise, we're all gonna be stuck in the same regurgitated fucking Call of Duty, Bethesda, um, triple A trash grinder that we've been stuck in for
1: decades. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If you like a game and it's indie, literally just talking about it helps. Literally just saying, "Hey, I like this game. It's called this. You should check it out."
0: For real. If you see a post, that's like, you "List know. your five favorite games." Throw indie games on there. Let other people know. Yeah. 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 Farah, loser. Speech. If
2: you ever, if you play, uh, actually, if you buy the newest, um, NHL game every year uh i want you to know that i hate you
1: (laughs) you're a sheep and we all hate you yeah no true
2: this goes out to my brothers who buy (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> the oh, NHL God, game no. every year. That's what my dad used to do every year, and I'm like, what's changed?
2: Guys, oh, it's the same game. The
1: Bro, roster. Come That's on. It. Yeah, right. Like, why? This is insane. You
0: can update that shit yourself for free.
2: Same with the fucking FIFA and the MLB and all they every every sports video game, every AAA EA game, sports video game.
0: The only sports game I will support is Blood Bowl because I like my fantasy football being literal and watching orcs just kind of eat goblins as they're playing.
2: <laughs> I like mini golf.
1: Fair, Valid. I did play a lot of Rocket League, but I don't like it.
0: <laughs> but at I least it was more like
1: exciting. It. it was cars flying around with balls. That's fun. You know
0: what? I'll give you that. Yeah, that's an attention but getter.
1: That game is. Uh, it was. It's a whole other story. <laughs> I agree. Fuck anyone who buys... That's just. So I. I didn't even talk about that. This oh, that's a whole other subject. Maybe we'll bring that up as another podcast episode to talk about how fucking stupid sports games are. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, with that, um, very too valid uh, actually, those are like the best winner and loser speeches. Those are so good. Um Thank please you. check us out on our platforms. Uh, support us because we are indies too. Whoa. We're oh, also we Indies. We're Indie VTubers. So support us also. Um, uh, don't
2: support Arva. He's a stinky Twitch partner. So that
1: means
2: <laughs> he's too popular. He went,
3: he went <laughs>
1: corporate. Whoa. He's corpo. I'm yeah. corporate for Twitch. Sad. I sold my soul for the purple checkbook. <laughs> I would never say him. it's more. okay. It's worth it for the emotes, but that's about it. Ugh. But speaking of that, I'm Arva on Twitch because I am partnered. So I got the fancy four-letter name. Uh, but that's the only platform I have Arva. Woo! So I'm Arva underscore 69, literally everywhere else. Um, Westy is Westy HCC on every platform because he got his head in the game and I haven't yet. <laughs> Same with Farrah. Farrah is Farah the bad on every platform. So they made it very easy. I'm sorry. I'm going to make you work for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming out to another episode and listening or watching, depending on the platform you're listening on. We appreciate it a lot. We'll see you in the next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.